you know, up until the beginning of 2017, or, or honestly, probably even up to the past few months, Betsy and I would often talk about the brainstormer being, you know, surreal, right? And because we know the prognosis, we know it's, you know, I, I will die, but yet things are, are quite normal. I mean, we're, we're working, we have children, life is going great. You know, even through 2017, I mean, there, there were certainly things were coming up as challenges. We know things were progressing, but I was getting treatment and that seemed to have been working reasonably well. So I think it was really the beginning of 2018, pretty quickly that things started to hit home. In the beginning of February, I had surgery again. It was kind of in that gray area because I got back to work. It was really late March, beginning of April when everything hit really quickly. Yeah, there was a span of a week where you were thinking of taking the commuter rail in and I was at work planning my usual work and then in the span of that week that was no longer possible due to increased seizure activity, difficulties in your communication and just normal functioning was not possible anymore and it was just a very very short period of time where we went from relatively normal to completely not normal. Even over the past several months, it's been this pendulum of thinking it was incredibly short term, you know, meaning several months or less. You know, some of these came uh, from a call of my radiologist uh, actually indicating that, you know, in a very professional way saying, you know, I'd encourage you to get things together. Uh, and actually, after the original treatment and starting radiation, having the follow up discussion and being told, you know what, things have become stable a little bit. You know, we'll be looking every four to six months. So it's in this back and forth where, you know, sometimes things spike and I really feel like, yeah, that's very short time meeting, you know, next few months to having this, you know what, there are some significant side effects, but there's also a number of day-to-day -day things I can do. I think it's been really easy to identify all the challenges and you know feel down and say I can't do A, B, C. But I think one of the things I've been trying to do now and you know it's a work in progress is to try to identify and say you know what there are all these constraints and you know they suck but they're out of my control. But there are things that are in my control and one of the things I, I really appreciate is Betsy's encouragement to do that and in a you know loving way to give that push and to, to call that out and say I know I know it's tough uh, I know you have this stuff to deal with but what are the things you can do things I can control things like communication and talking like this uh, I know that I make a mix up in words uh, but I feel like the communication I'm making is close to 100% clear. Again, if people are willing to accept the word mess up, then they know what I'm saying. And if I'm honest with them, I can have a normal conversation. Physically, it's a pretty solid 
strength I have. I have some challenges with vision, but I can still you know, do events with the family, play with the kids. So Nathan, he loves baseball. And you know, one of the things, and it was probably toward the beginning of 2018, I realized is you know, I can't throw a regular pitch to Nathan. It either goes up high or up low. Uh, and, and that hit home, like that's one of his favorite things and I can't do it. But strangely enough, he does a fast pitch and I can catch it and I can toss it on the ground and roll it toward him. Earlier this week, we started tossing around the football and that's fine, I can do that. And so there's this balance of, you know, what can I do and what can't I do? And some of that's, like I said, it's a, it's a work in progress. I, trying to be creative about that. Time it was I had a dream And you're the dream come true And if I had the world to give I'd give it all to you I'll take it to the mountains I will take it to I would often think about what's going to happen to me and you know I think there were two or three things that kind of bothered me the most one is and I still worry about this is that this disease will likely progress before I die and I don't know when or how much um, but some of the things that may happen both is my ability to understand or to communicate. Another component is just, I guess, being nervous or being scared about, you know, at some point just disappearing and that's it. That's all I get. You know, I don't get to see Nathan and Julia when they grow up. I don't get to revisit them again. And so part of the mindset has been trying to think of, well, what can I do to do some things in advance. I guess I've been thinking about some of the incredibly meaningful things that they've done for me in this tough time. So Nathan, like I said, sports have been an area of focus and I've got a number of challenges of baseball that I can't do. Like I said, I can't pitch, you know, I, I can't throw the ball too far. And Nathan knows what I can't do and what I can do. And he's, very acceptive of that. If we're going to play, he'll say, how about we do this or that? How about I pitch to you? And if he knows I can't do it, he accepts it. And, you know, as an 11 year old, I don't think I would have been like this. I would have been, you know, if I were him, I would have been frustrated. I might've been embarrassed at certain things. You know, when I go to his baseball games and I'm wearing a hat because I've had radiation, I'm kind of bald. Nathan's acceptance has been incredibly meaningful, the fact that he does that. 
one of the things you know that's really hit home with Julia is the ability not to read. So Julia knows that I've had, you know, it's become aware to her that I've had a challenge reading. But again, so she's come around with a way that that works and still keeps us close. And you know, it's it's been lying down at bedtime and our thing now is just lying down together and talking and joking with each other and I really wish I could read to Julia, but the fact that I can, just something like lying down and talking to her and making little jokes. You know, I hope that's something that Julia can remember. That's something I'd like to make them aware of, that that maybe they wouldn't remember it or, or think of it, but like that was something that hammered home. When you walk into the edge of those dark and lonely woods And when I ask how was your day And you answer, not so good And when nothing seems to be working out Wipe away